God is worthy. You are worthy of our praise this morning. We thank you, God, for this fresh start, this new day. Hallelujah. Thank you for your mercy that are new every morning. Thank you that you be glorified. Hallelujah. We have the victory in you and we give you the praise. We seal it all up in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name, and let the church say amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We give you the praise this morning. You be glorified in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we give God the praise today for each and every one of you who thought it not robbery to get up today on the We Believe God Prayer and Devotion Line. And I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't know by now, it's wartime. Hallelujah. It's time for us to forget about ourselves and concentrate on him and worship him. Hallelujah. Many of us are falling on the wayside because of frustration, because of exhaustion. Glory to God. Because of, of life happenings. Glory to God. And it's time for us to to bind ourselves to the word. Glory to God. It's time for us to trust God at all costs. My God. It's time for us to continue to seek He. Seek the first, the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. If it costs your life, glory to God. Because the enemy is trying to bring about frustration and, and exhaustion. And it's trying to get you to think that God has forgotten about you. God has not forgotten about us. He wants us to trust him. Hallelujah. He wants want us to trust him at all costs. Glory to God. At all costs. Hallelujah. It may be 1159. Even at 11.59, the world says when 11.59 come and, and, the, and the fat lady not trying to, to um, um, make anybody feel bad. I'm just saying what they said. They said when, uh, at 11.59, the fat lady get ready to crunk up and sing. And when she sing, that means it's over. I'm coming to tell you that she can sing and she can have a host of choir and a whole host of people singing with her. It's not over until God says it's over. Why? Because we're trusting in God and not man. Hallelujah. We're trusting in God about everything and not man. Hallelujah. He told us in his word to trust in him. So father, today we're just trusting in you. In spite of, sometimes you got to force yourself to not think like them and think like God. Why? Because he said we have his mind. When we realize we have his mind, that means our mind needs to be transforming every day. How? By the reading of the word of God. I'm telling y'all, the spirit of deception is on a high alert. Glory to God. It's in a catastrophic stage. Oh my God, Jesus. I'm telling you, the spirit of deception is in a catastrophic stage that a lot of people are falling away because of the spirit of deception. Glory to God. And I want to come to you this morning. Um, I was up uh, again early in the morning and the spirit of God kept bringing this particular passage of scripture to me and I'm going to present it to you. It's Proverbs 3 and 5. Proverbs 3 and 5. Those of you who have your Bible, we always say stay ready, um, stay alert. Um, make sure you get your notes so you can go back and see and 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 um and study to see everything if um Minister Mac is telling you the truth. Hallelujah. We are this prayer line is a prayer line that's based on the word. 
is founded on the word. So we're standing on the word. So we are a word up prayer line. Glory to God. We are covered and surrounded by the word of God. And we just give God the praise this morning. Hallelujah for your life. We speak blessings on your life. I want to thank everyone who thought of not Robert to sow into my life. Um, we celebrated three years on Friday on the We Believe God Prayer and Devotional Line. And I tell y'all, I, I'm being very transparent uh, in my time. I'm like, God, okay, we did three years. I'm, I'm thankful of it. But Father, do you want me to continue on? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you want me to continue on? Uh, with the prayer line because y'all I tell you the battle is is for real and I'm like God you know I don't want this <laughs> hallelujah I don't want to I don't want to keep doing this but if you tell me to keep doing it father if it's just for one person I'll do it I don't know if you all ever felt like that when you when you've been in it for a long time and it and it appears and I'm not even looking at what it appears like glory to God it's just sometimes it's the the load of of the ministry, the low of what God gave us, but he won't give us, um, not much that we can't bear. He, he built us. If he gave it to us, we're able to endure glory to God. But I'm telling you, I had some questions over the weekends over, um, talking to father. I was like, Lord, do you want me to continue with the prayer line? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you want me to stop Hallelujah, because I stop if you tell me to stop. Hallelujah, because this is not a Minister Max show. This all belongs to God, and, and I'm willing to turn on a dime. Hallelujah. I don't want to be nowhere where God was. I'm going to see if y'all caught that. I don't want to be nowhere where God was. I want to be where he's at at all times. Glory to God. So we know he is on this prayer line, but I'm telling you, I, I, I did put it before the Lord. I'm like, okay, God, you know, uh, I really don't get a lot of participation and it seems like a lot of things is on me. And, um, father, if you want me to quit or stop it and shut it down, I'll be willing to quit, stop and shut it down. But he did not he did not give me the okay. So because he did not give me the okay, I, I got to keep on going. Hallelujah. Because it's in my obedience. We talked about that all last week. It's not about what, how I feel. It's about what he said. It's about the instruction that he gave me to continue on. So I'm going to do what he called me to do. And I know that God will take care of the rest. Amen. Glory to God. I said, I'm going to do what God called me to do. Hallelujah. And let him take care of the rest. Glory to God. So we just thank God for being God. And I just thank God that I just answered the call. And Lord Jesus, I know God that you, you got me. Hallelujah. And the We Believe God prayer and devotion align. So we just give God the praise this morning because he is so good. And I thank God that, you know, I don't take it lightly. I, I keep remembering the words that Minister Larry, e even though those of you who've been on the prayer line for a while, y'all know Minister Larry is being challenged right now. But we thank God. I, God gave me this revelation. Challenge brings about a change. Glory to God. So that means he's changing for the glory of God. And that young man called me. Um, while twice he called me while he was in the hospital and he called me while he was at home recovering. And he said these words to me. He said, Minister Mac, the Lord told me to tell you that 
Don't stop doing what you're doing. The prayers are working. Oh my God. I want to say that again. He said, the Lord told him to call me. Hallelujah. And said, don't stop doing what you're doing. The prayers are working. See, y'all need to know when to praise God. He said, the prayers are working. God told him to call and say that the prayers are working. Sometimes it looks like the prayers are not working, but God says the prayers are working. Why? Because the prayers of the righteous avail it much. And that right there gives God praise right now. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. That's enough to let me know. Hey, it's not about you, Minister Matt. It's not about the participation. It's about the assignment that I gave you. Hallelujah. If nobody else come on this prayer line, you continue to minister the word of God because the word of God is the word of God. And my word must go out to all four corners of the world. Hallelujah. So I just thank God for that word that he gave me to don't stop because the prayers are working. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I thank God for that, that the prayers are working. Hallelujah. Just to know that I know how to interrupt heaven because the prayers are working. Y'all ain't saying nothing this morning. God, I thank you that the prayers are working. Hallelujah. It's not about me. It's about the prayers of the righteous. Hallelujah. They are availing. Even when it looks like it's not working, it's working. Hallelujah. He's working behind the scene. And I just give God the praise this morning. Hallelujah. Take that devil. Hallelujah. We done gave you two black eyes and finna get ready to hit you in the kneecap. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because we're standing on the word of God. We understand that the word of God is the word of God and we must work the word in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Father God, right now in the name and blood of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me. We cover the Olivers, Pastor Devin and Lauren Oliver right now in the name and blood of Jesus. Father, you be glorified. The devil is terrified and the Olivers are victorious in you. We declare, Father, right now that no weapon formed against them shall prosper in the name and blood of Jesus. We counsel the assignment of the enemy right now. The blood of Jesus covered them, cover them right now in the name, the name that is above every name. Even their children right now are covered in the name and blood of Jesus. And Father, we'll forever praise you right now. Hallelujah. We praise you for their life. Hey, we bless you for their life this morning. Glory to God. We praise you and bless you for their life. And we speak peace right now. We thank you that peace is a raging force right now, guarding their hearts and their mind. In Jesus' name, if you agree this morning, come on, let the church say amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. How many of you really mad at the devil? Hallelujah. Well, let's put it that. How many of you angry at the devil? Hallelujah. I'm angry because he's touching a lot of God's people. Hallelujah. A lot of people are, 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 are 
are giving up. Glory to God. A lot of God's people are, are being challenged. Hallelujah. And, and, and a lot of them are backing up when you should be pushing forward. Glory to God. Hallelujah. A lot of God's people are being challenged. And, and you know, we are in the last days, Sister Sandra, when the Bible said that even the very elect, Hallelujah. The very elect, listen, even the very elect may not make it because they've been, they're being deceived. I just said the, the spirit of deception is at a catastrophic stage. Hey, my God, glory to God. That was a download straight from heaven this morning. It's in a catastrophic stage where a lot of people are, are listening to other doctrine. A lot of people are moving away from the things of God. A lot of people are leaning to their own understanding. And I'm telling you, when God gave me Proverbs 3 and 5, uh, I think we're going to stay on there for a minute. For some reason, God been, it, it's important um, that he's been having us to stay on certain on certain passage of scripture. And when uh, that's a sign to me that when God keeps, having us to focus on something that means pay attention oh my god when god keep bringing it bringing us back to certain passages of scriptures that means we need to pay attention because listen the spirit of deception is on a catastrophic stage and a lot of us are falling on the wayside a lot of us are getting frustrated a lot of us are falling faint when the man when the word of god said that we should pray and not faint but a lot of us are fainting. A lot of us are not getting in the word. A lot of us are not even praying. Why? Because of the cares of the world. Life happens. And God wants us to stay consistent to him in spite of the flame. Oh, my God. In spite of the fire. We got to realize that he's the God that answered by fire. God wants us to trust him at, a, at all costs. Oh, God, Jesus. I'm going to say that again. God wants us to trust him at all costs, even if it goes against tradition. Oh, my God. Even if it goes against the normalcy of what other people say. You got to be, you got to be okay being looked at as a fool. Hey, Jesus, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. You got to be okay going against the grain of what other people may say or think. People may call you crazy. People may say that you not, you not getting it. Hallelujah. Long as you stick in the book. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is the instruction that God will lead and guide us. He said in his word, I was sharing with someone, um, one of my sister, I said to her, I said, I think the, the church has forgotten that God is not on vacation. We think that God, God is not aware. God is fully aware of what is going on. He is not off guard. He is fully aware. So since on that note, I know he's fully aware. I'm going to do what Proverbs 3 and 5 says. And, and I'm going to read it. It says, trust in the Lord. Didn't say trust in your job. Don't trust in your, your 40 hours of assisting of getting a paycheck. Hallelujah. Don't trust in mama, daddy, auntie, cousin, them, auntie, daddy, whoever. He said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Please underline that word own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all that heart and lean not 
to thy own understanding. You know, I, I puzzled. I, 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 I looked at that word and I said, now, now, Father God, now I know you want us. You said in your word, I think it was in Proverbs um, 4 and 7, um, and all that getting, get understanding. So God want us to have an understanding. He just don't want us to have our own understanding. I'm going to say that again. God want us to have an understanding, but he don't, us to want, he don't want us to have our own understanding. That's why he said, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And I think that's where a lot of us are falling falling on the wayside because we're we're leaning to our own understanding and and how I know that because we go based on our experience we go based on our experience we go based on what we know that works that means that's our own understanding and sometimes we go based on what other people have said now I'm not knocking if somebody get if God gave that person that revelation to do it but we still should seek God for ourselves and see if God wants us to do what that person has done. And I think that's what a lot of us are doing. A lot of us are, are looking at what someone else has said and what someone else has done. But is it the season for you to be doing that? God wants us to come to him at all costs. He said for us to seek him first, the kingdom of God. He didn't say seek Minister Mac. He didn't say seek... Um, this person or that person, he said, seek me first, the kingdom of God. And Proverbs 4 and 7 said, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all that getting, get understanding. There's a passage of scripture, I think it's the English Standard Version, say, if it costs you everything, buy wisdom. And we are in the last days that we got to get the understanding of God and not from man. He wants us to understand, but he don't want us to lean to our own understanding. And, and before we can do this, our first step towards trusting the Lord with all of our heart is to accept his free gift of eternal life. That's the first step. Eternal life. Now, if I ask the, the, the average church goer, what's eternal life? We'll say eternal life is when we get to heaven. No, eternal life is right here, right now. A lot of us want to get to heaven to have eternal life, but we can have eternal life right here, right now. God wants us to have eternal life right here, right now. That means that he will supply all of the need, but he wants you and I to trust him indeed. So to trust in the Lord with all our heart, it is possible. I know sometimes I I can't trust God right now. Yes, you can. It is possible to trust in the Lord because he wants to provide all the resources that we need. If you go back and read Genesis Adam and Eve was set up for life. They were set up for life. But because of the devil deceiving them, 
And that's why I said God told me this morning, the spirit of deception is at a catastrophic stage. And a lot of believers are being deceived because they're leaning to their own understanding and others' understanding and not really getting in the, in the heart of God. Really praying and asking the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, am I supposed to be looking at this? Am I supposed to be doing this at this season? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Getting the instruction from the Holy Spirit. Not your spirit or a spirit, but the Holy Spirit. And I find myself, I was sharing with one of my sister um, in church yesterday. We was at church uh, um, taking care of a situation. And uh, she and I had an opportunity to talk and we were saying to each other how intensified the fight is. And we were just sharing how sometimes we feel that we are alone, but we know we're not alone. And how there's a challenge that sometimes the enemy make you busy that you don't want to get into your word. And I said, girl, let me tell you something. I must get into my word. I don't care if I have to hear it on the CD or have the Bible speak to me in my ear gate because the word of God is like the air that we breathe. I don't know about nobody else. I'm gonna just talk about me. I need the word of God like the air that we breathe because the spirit of deception is on a catastrophic. It's past a level five. And those of us who are in South Florida, we know category five means it's devastating. And there's a possibility you may not come out alive. I even heard there's a category six. That's why I say it's at a catastrophic level that a lot of Christians are being deceived because they're leaning to other people's opinion and understanding. And when God is saying, lean not to your own understanding. God is not off guard. For some reason, we as believers believe that God is not aware. God is aware of all the enemy's antics. He knows what they're setting up. That's why we need to be in him. So when he tells us to do something, we'll follow the instruction. Matter of fact, Proverbs chapter 4 talks about a father's instruction. Always remember, God is always ahead of the enemy. And God's word will always trump the enemy. We just got to know his word. We got to trust God. That means trust God with everything. I realize me and my daughter, we've been listening to Miles Monroe. I'm studying, teaching. And I'm telling you, it has taken the scales off our eyes that we now understand God's purpose and provision for our life. And we realize that nothing that we have belongs to us. I shared with a sister that um, that has a great need. I said, well, then you need to leave that need into your father's hand because that belongs to him. And I'm telling you, when we change our mindset to know that nothing belongs to us because Um, When we realize that we don't own ourselves and we are bought with the price, then you'll take everything that the enemy challenged you with to your father and give it to him. 
That that goes back to leading not to your own understanding. <laughs> oh my God. So if you're being challenged, you take it to your father. Father, I don't own myself. Just, just like, you know, I rent. I, 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 I'm in a rental apartment. So anything that goes wrong in the apartment, I go to the, the establish of the apartment. So they have to fix everything. Now, let's bring it to those who have ownership of homes. When you realize that God gave you real estate, it, it is him who gives you the power to get it. Then you got to go to the one who gave you the power to get it. So since he gave you the power to get the real estate, you got to realize that your ownership of your home don't even belong to you. It belongs to the father. So when things go awry, away, arrive, you can say, now father, now this roof, you see this, this leak in this roof. I thank you, Father, that you provide the means for this. I'm telling y'all, we got to get to that. God wants us to trust him for everything. We must trust him for everything. And that word trust in Proverbs 3 and 5 implies confidence. Oh, my God, write this down. Or security. (laughs) so this is the confidence that I know that my father will do it and I'm secured in him knowing that he will why because I can trust him that same exact word is in Hebrews 11.1 that our faith in God has substance. Woo! That's why our faith. Listen, I said deception is at, at a catastrophic stage. That's why our faith must level up. So what? So we won't fall in deception. We got to real realize that God is real, and He is all powerful and we can absolutely absolutely confidently trust him he has substance his word and his promise are secure when we follow the instruction we can and we must put our trust in him. I don't care what the news media is saying. I don't care what social media is saying. I'm only concerned with what my father is saying about the matter. Anytime I hear something, I take it to the Lord. Why? Because he is the resourceful one. He said, in all that getting, get understanding, I take it to God. God, now, what's this all about? And if he don't say anything, guess what? 
I put it on pause. I leave it right there. Because I don't want to get ahead of the anointing. I want to be right where he is. I don't want to be where he was. I want to be right where he is. That's why he tells us in his word. Trust in the Lord. With all your heart. That means everything. You got to bring it all to the subjection to the word of God. That means to put his word over everything. All, guess what y'all? All means all. Trust in the Lord with all. All means all. It just doesn't mean when it's convenient for us or when it's selective. No. All means all. Why? Because it's his name on the line. That means all. That means there's no room for nothing else. When he said trust in the Lord with all your heart, that means there is no more room for anyone or anything else. I'm going to say that again. When he said trust in the Lord with all thy hearts, that means, listen, that means there is no more room for anyone or anything else. Why? Because we're sold out for Christ. So when we are sold out in our faith in Christ, guess what? That means there will be no more room to love or trust anyone or anything else. That means I trust God. I trust God with my heart. I lean not to my own understanding. And I said to someone this last week, I said, you know what? Uh, If you want to minimize the frustration, you got to minimize your expectation from man. I just helped by about 10 people right there. I put my trust in God knowing that he will never mismanage my life. I shared with my daughter the other day. I said, you know what, Jamil, since I'm on this sabbatical, man, this has opened up my eyes to so much revelation to God's word that I'm really trusting God. I'm not worrying about anything. Whichever way God wants this thing to happen and, and, and work out, I just know it's work out favorable for me. I just know that everything works favorable for me. Why? Because I'm trusting in the Lord. And he knows who's trust him because you are at peace. You and I are at peace because you trust in God. That's why we need to not lean and lean not on your own understanding. So, to help us understand the real implication of the word all, if we are giving the Lord complete command over our lives, then we won't rely and depend on our own understanding. (laughs) That means we will trust him for everything and not try to figure things out 
or make things work on our own. Oh my God. And I told you one of the hardest things when my pastor told me, uh, Minister Matt, you trying to prevent things from happening. You trying to stop things when God just saying you ain't trusting me. Ooh, that was a hard pill to swallow. And I'm telling you, I was guilty of that. I was trying to make sure my kids was all right and everything was, was jammed up and jelly tight. And God said, you trying to make it happen. You trying to make it work. Perhaps I'm allowing these things to happen to not only get your attention, but your children's attention. I said, Father, forgive me. So now I go to God about everything. Now, Father, am I supposed to be doing this? If I'm not, please make it clear, crystal clear. So I won't lean to my own understanding. Because, see, my own understanding limits me. But me leaning to you opened me up for everything. Oh, my God. Y'all better write that down. Our own understanding limits us. But when we lean not on our own understanding and we depend totally on him, it opens the door, as they say, open the floodgates of heaven. Why? Because we trust in God. Let's see what the, the New Testament says about trusting in the Lord. Romans 10, 9. It said, if we confess with our mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That gives him absolute control over our life because of our what? Belief factor. I said that early in prayer that we must believe God. It's a choice. So I acknowledge that he is the Lord. So that means he is control over everything that pertains to Latasha Matt. I'm just telling you this how I roll. I roll with me trusting in God. And, and let me tell you, it's a challenge because in from the humanistic side, we have been programmed to do it our way. The world system says, do this, do that, and then you'll be this. But God's word says for us to trust to him, trust in him and lean not to our own understanding. Because our own understanding will get get us in trouble to the principles of God. And oftentimes, if we be honest, we fight against the word of God. And the word of God is the word of God. If he is truly the Lord of your life. Then why are you trying to figure things out? I'm telling you one of the one of the most challenging things is to realize that I don't own myself. I, I, this, this whole week. When God had us talking about obedience is better than sacrifice. I told y'all it's going to challenge you to change or you going to remain the same. Because that means you fighting against the instruction of God. When we say he is the Lord, that means we don't own ourselves. And when we accept that we do not own ourselves, it's going to make you feel like a fool. It's going to make you feel like a punk. It's going to make you feel like people taking advantage of you. 
But guess what? I realized, y'all, I'm trying to keep myself composed on this line. I realized nobody can take advantage of me because I don't own me. Nobody can steal from me because I don't own nothing. Oh, my God. I wish I'd get this concept. When we realize that we don't own nothing, that the ownership falls in our heavenly father, we can walk around with peace. I told you somebody said, somebody that the woman stole my husband from me. How can somebody steal a man from you? He don't belong to me. I own nothing. Now we get the concept when it comes to our children because the Bible said children are a gift from God. Oh, we get that. We will be quick to return to sender, but then we don't own ourselves. So since I don't own myself, and guess what? The word own is in lean not to your own understanding. That means you're not the owner of your understanding. Your understanding belongs to God. Why? Because we don't own ourselves. That's why we need to trust him. Listen, trusting God goes against everything the world says. Trusting God will even go against what your mother and your father says. If it's not biblically sound. Yes, we are to honor our mothers and our fathers. But if they're not operating in the things of God. Now this is going to mess some of us up. If they tell us to do something. Preferably it's something that's not detrimental to us. Like if they tell you to go rob a bank. It's obviously you don't go rob a bank. But if. The parents, especially when you are a teenager and your parents tell you to go wash the dishes, Lord, you don't felt like they don't gave you a harsh crime. Guess what? You go wash the dishes. It's the obedience of you listening to them to go wash the dishes. Boy, I thought my mom was very hard when she said, don't hang with that person. Why? Because she had insight to see what I couldn't see. But most children think parents don't know what they're talking about. But if we follow the instruction, it'll be favorable. The outcome will be favorable for us. Because God gave them insight, wisdom, and understanding. But those of us who are adults and we say we believe God and we so we are quick to say, I love you, Lord. We say, yes, God, I trust you. Yes, Lord, I belong to you. Yes, God, I, I, I depend on you. Yes, God, you are my Lord. You are my king. You are my master. You are my everything. Really? Well, if I am your Lord and I, and, I, and I am your master, 
then follow my instruction. Don't lean to your own understanding. Come to me about everything. Hear my voice. A strange or familiar voice you won't even entertain. In all of your ways. Don't be selective, y'all. Don't say, well, you know what? I, I can do this. No, no, no. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Father, am I supposed to be doing this right now? What, what would you have me to do? Because see, I realize I don't own myself, so I need to go to my father about everything. And then when you go to him about everything, he said he'll direct your path. Because why? You're not leaning to your own understanding. He wants to direct you. But many of you are doing your own directing. Because you're not trusting God. He taking too long. Oh, obviously he don't know what he's doing. God want us to trust him. As I said, he want us to have an understanding. He just don't want it to be our own. Why? Because we're not the owner. (laughs) Are you hearing me this morning? We're not the owner. We say he is. We're not the owner. He is. So let us truly give the owner of us all the responsibility. He just wants us to trust in him and follow the instruction. Follow the instruction. Live a life of really surrendering to Christ as the Lord and master of your life. I'm telling you, that's one of the most challenging things. I was so proud, and I say this publicly because my daughter said, I got it, mom. Following the instruction, the way God has for us is favorable for us. The outcome is favorable. God cannot lie. He will not change and he cannot lie. He requires us to change. And I tell you, I see the change of her persistent and consistently getting into the word of God. Trusting God at all costs. Oh my God. It cost us everything. Because it don't belong to us anyway. So I'd rather trust God. Because his way is the only way. So if you really sold out to God, then let him provide all the resources. Oh, I'm going to say that again. If you said, I'm sold out for Jesus, then allow him to be the Lord over everything. He'll provide all the resources that you and I need. If we really say he's the Lord, if we trust him with all, I said before, all means all. And there's no more room for anyone or anything else. And if you get that concept, everything will work favorable for you because you'll realize I don't own nothing. It all belongs to him. 
That's why I'm not leaning to my own understanding. I'm trusting in him. In Jesus' name. Any comments? Praise God. Yes, yes. I would like to um, add to it. Um, trusting in God and believing him at his word also tells us to take more thought about tomorrow. It also tells us about how the birds, they're fed. You know, it tells about the flowers, the lilies, how they grow. And they, you know, it just tells us that, you know, nature is, is designed by God. Our life is designed by God, and He has already planned our pathway from the moment that we were formed in our mother's womb. So it's just a matter of truly trusting Him at His holy word. And today, um, yesterday, I visited a church from yesterday, and that was the, the message from yesterday, and it was so touching and so fitting um, for me on yesterday. And I give God praise. Because every day that I wake up, I have to trust him at his word. You know, every moment I just got to trust him at his word and just know that God spoke the word and he is the word. And the word, the world is living by God's word, no matter what it is that we see in our eyes, no matter what it is that we hear with our ears, Lord have mercy, we just got to trust him. So Father God, I trust you on this morning because you woke me up this morning, even though it is what it is. Father God, I just got to trust you because we have new life and breath. So, Minister Mike, thank you for the word on this morning. It's double confirmation of the information. So I just pray everybody strengthen the Lord. Thank you. Amen. One of the most challenging things, Sister Martin, and I, I'm very transparent, is that we don't want to fail or we don't want to lose nothing. Right. But when we realized when I I finally got, I I, I said this to somebody, I can't lose because I don't have nothing. Nothing belongs to me. (laughs) When I got that concept, I I finally got it. That I can't lose because nothing doesn't belongs to me. It all belongs to him. So I can trust him with everything because I don't own nothing. I own myself. And I'm telling you the greatest challenge is realizing that we don't own ourselves. Nobody wants to be, I know we say this, I don't want to take I don't want to be taken advantage of. Well, you can't take advantage of me because I don't own me. Now, some people may say I, I, I don't went over all the way over there in the deep side, but that's what God wants us in the deep. Oh my God, Jesus. There's a place in the deep. Where eyes cannot see. God want us to go in the deep. We got to stop being surface Christians. And get into the deep things of God. Trusting him at all cost. We get ourselves in. We we trust everything else. We trust that they going to pay us every two weeks. Oh my God. But we can't trust God. Why? Because we put the time in working 40 hours to 80 hours. Well, put the time in working the word of God. It'll be more favorable than what the world can give us. Oh, 
my God. We too caught up on world system when we should be so caught into kingdom system, kingdom principle. And I know sometimes these things, I know people say, well, this didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. But now you got the information. The Bible said they both learn and receive, receive the, the information and then make it a, apply application applied to your daily living saying God I trust you oh God this hurt but I'm gonna trust you God God they gave me a three day notice but I'm gonna trust you oh that's scary y'all I've been there been there done that and it's still God still covered me and my family when the notice came and I had no other income We didn't know where we was going, but Jesus stepped there right on time. He made a way. Amen. Anyone else before the announcement? I don't uh, don't know what happened. I was here listening and it just went quiet and cut off. Uh, Anyways, um, thank God for the word and you just have to continue and the road is not going to be easy but we just have to continue in the word continuing what the lord says to do lean not to our own understanding and he will see us through if the outcome is shaky and bleaky and things uh, sometimes it's not for us to understand just to trust and obey and do what he tells us to do so we just we just have to continue to hold on to the Lord and to use our energy towards what He says and not towards what we think and to you know because that takes so much from us and just make us tired and weary and worn because sometimes it gets to that point but we just have to continue work the word hold on. And have that peace, that peace that only comes from the Lord, the peace that's unexplainable. And the Lord will work it out and see us through. So we just have to be encouraged to encourage each other and encourage yourself. And God will do the rest. Thank you for the word, Minister Mac. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Sandra. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, ETW. How are you on today? Happy Monday to you. Hey, Sister Monster, as you were speaking this morning, it kind of reminded me of a show that I was watching yesterday, and I often refer back to that scripture where God talks about, you know, feeding the fire of the air and the little fields out. All these things don't have to work or anything. It's just seamless. God provides for them. And this show I had been flipping channels, and I came across this and it was talking about the ecosystem and how man is always trying to understand and how God uses everything. He provides for the fish in the seas so with the glaciers. They were talking about the glaciers and how that water from the glaciers provides so much for so many animals. So many animals depend on that. They depend on God. So they were talking about if this glacier 
totally, totally nails how it's going to throw everything out and how everything's going to be the thing. But even before the Galatians got here, whatever, while we're trying to figure it out, all the ecosystem depends on God. You know, the water uh, melts and then uh, the fish, they use that the water to flow from one place to the other. They eat the organism that's in the water. And then, you know, the bears eat the fish and it goes on and on and on and on. But these, these things have been happening before time and these things can't help but to depend on God. They don't think about it. They ain't they're not worried about it, but we worried about it. We worried about where our next bill gonna come from, where our next paycheck or, you know, the next thing that we want to do, the next vacation or whatever it was that we're trying to do. When again, the word tells us to trust God, trust God. And we just look at the little small miracles. I call them little small miracles, little small next things that are going on. And take note of how they're trusting God and be able to trust God as they're trusting God. I think we'll be okay. Praises be to God. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Carla. If there's no one else, um, Sister Taze, if you're on the line, come on, bring us the announcement. Good morning to hear today's message again. We have several ways in which you can. You can become a part of our text community by texting the word subscribe to 786-258-8246. That way you will receive the entire recording for that day. Also, the We Believe God prayer and devotional line phone number has been upgraded to just one number to dial in without the SS code. The number is 516-253-3558. You can also listen to the replay of today's message by dialing 605-313-4102-POUND, access code 212-500-POUND. There is also a bypass number due to some phone carriers that state the number you are dialing is out of the plan's coverage area and you will be charged one cent per minute to continue. The bypass number is 206-451-6014. Then dial 605-313-4102, SS code 212-500. If you would like to receive a condensed version, you can join or register for the Proverbs 31 Women's Empowerment Podcast platform on streaming services Apple, Google, Anchor, and Spotify. You can also Google Latasha Mack and receive all of her social media handles or email us at wbgpad2019 at gmail.com or write us at Minister Latasha Mack at P.O. Box 121-341, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33312. We encourage you to sow in the Word by reading a chapter in the book of Proverbs by date. So whatever date it is, that is the chapter you will read. Also, if you have a birthday today or this week, happy birthday. If we do not have your birthday, please send it by text or email so we can help celebrate your day. And I'm Sister Taze, and I will be hosting a workshop called Take Back Your Freedom on June the 18th via Zoom from 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. You can register um, by June the 15th by texting 754-777-0806 or sign up at the at www.theculturehasthecure.com backslash workshops 
dash events. This is a free event. Um, if you register after June the 15th, there will be a $5 charge. And this concludes the announcements for today. Amen. Thank you, Sister Tay. Sister Martha, if you're still on, please um, lead us out in prayer. Yes, Bible Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Father God, your will, Father God, your way, your word, Father God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just continue to come to you, Father God, giving you thanks for today. Father God, there's a song that says silver and gold. Father God, we'd rather have you, Father God, than silver and gold because we know that it's faded. Father God, we know that in you, everything is solid. Father God, we continue to trust you at your holy word, Father God. As we said, the birds, Father God, they soar in the, the air, Father God. Just like the eagle, Father God, he spreads his wings and he soars like, a, like an eagle, Father God. Let us continue to soar in your word, just like the lion, Father God. He's mighty, Father God, in your strength, Father God. Why can't we just continue to just leave everything up to you? Father God, we continue to come to you boldly, Father God, just asking first for forgiveness, Father God, not asking you for anything except for forgiveness and just leaving it there. Trusting, understanding, leaving all our situations, forwarding everything to you, all our interactions, Father God. Father God, we know that today, Father God, is today, Father God, it is all that we have. This very breath, Father God, is what we have. Father God, we're crying out to you, Father God. We're crying out for this nation, Father God. We're crying out for our children, Father God. Father God, we're crying out for our brothers and sisters, Father God, on this morning, Father God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, there's something, Father God, Father God, there's something, Father God. We know that you're mighty, Father God. We're just going to put all those things aside, Father God. We know that you are God. Father God, you spoke the word. Father God, we are the word. Father God, we're coming boldly. Open up our mouths, shouting out to you, Father God. There's not enough words in our mouth to give you thanks, Father God. Thank you for the things that we take for granted, Father God. Your word says that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Your word assures us that we never beg for bread, Father God. Father God, the old Father God, the young Father God, Father God. Everything happens in its own time. The universe, Father God, the waters, Father God, the atmosphere, Father God, everything, Father God, stands on you, Father God. And with that, Father God, we give you thanks. Father God, we give you honor. We give you glory, Father God. Because trusting in you is dying completely to ourselves. Trusting in you, Father God, is, is like a 911 call. It's always an emergency, not an emergency that makes us anxious, Father God. Not an emergency that makes us weary, Father God. Father God, trusting in you is the peace that provides understanding. Trusting in you is love that calms our weary souls. Trusting in you saying that everything is going to be all right, no matter what it is that we see, no matter what it is that we hear. Trusting in you knowing that you gave us our children, Father God. Trusting in you, Father God, knowing that everything, everything works with you, Father God. Trusting in you, knowing, Father God, that it is all right. Father God, trusting in you, knowing that it is what it is and it is what it is. Not saying that, that it is what it is. We know that it is, Father God, without a shadow of doubt. So, Father God, I thank you, Father God. Father God, I thank you, Father God. Father God, we thank you, Father God. Who are we to question you, Father God? Didn't you set everything into motion? Father God, is there anything too hard for you? No, it's not, Father God. So, we just love you. 
Father God, we trust you, Father God. We love you, Father God, and we're just going to continue to trust you on this part of room of life. These things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. Let the church say amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So though we leave this line, we don't leave the presence of God. Be blessed in the Lord and in the power of his might until we meet again. Love you all. God bless you.